0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الله على سيدنا ونبينا المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين Allahumma We are discussing the position of intention in addition to intention about other aspects of goodness of the agent, We said that in Islamic theory of ethics, not only intention of the agent is important, but also there are other aspects of the agent which are important, like the intelligence of the agent, the understanding of the agent, the piety of the agent. So if something is good as an action, an intention is also good, still this doesn't mean that the value would be the same when this is performed by different people. So different people may do the same thing with a good intention, but again, the value can be different. Two people say their prayer for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Really, it's for the sake of Allah. It's, the intention is really good. But still, they are not the same. Depending on the understanding, on the knowledge, on taqwa of the person, the value can be very different. So this is something that we were discussing. The last thing that I said, inshallah, you know, the last thing in the previous session I said, we will, inshallah, continue with, is about what makes an intention sufficiently good. This is a very important point. What intention is Islamically considered as good intention? Some scholars have studied this issue and address this issue they say that an intention is good if it is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it is to seek nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so anything that you do in order to get closer to Allah in order to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a good intention. And if the action is also good, so it will be amal Saleh. Okay? For example, I teach if my intention is to please Allah, because I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves me to teach. And my intention is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My intention is not to Please anyone. My intention is not to be praised or, for example, you know, people say, oh, he has knowledge or whatever. If my intention is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is good. But if my intention is to show off or, you know, to prove myself so that people, you know, can respect me or, you know, then there is a problem. So it has to be Qurbatan ilallah. Some scholars have said that anything which is not done kurbatan ilallah has no value. Some great contemporary scholars have said this. <coughs> and the Literal meaning of what they say is this. Maybe they mean something that, inshallah, we are going to say. But what they have said and written is this. That only Allah seeking closeness to Allah is accepted. Anything lower than that <coughs> is not valid. For example, I see a poor person I feel sad that this person is poor I give him some money I give him some food some dress my intention is to help this poor person out of sympathy Mm -hmm. I don't want to show off okay I don't want to show off there is no riyah. but at the same time I don't want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I'm just helping they say this has no value because this is not for the sake of Allah. Of course, as I said, this is the literal meaning of what they say. Maybe they mean something else, which is the idea that I'm going to explain. But they have said this, that the bottom line is <inaudible> <inaudible> If it is not <inaudible> it's not accepted. It's not valid. Those who do ghurbatan Allah, they themselves have different levels. But the minimum, the bottom line is to be only for the sake of Allah subhanahu On the side of this issue, another issue arises. And that is about the people who have no faith. If someone does not have faith in God, then definitely he is not doing things for the sake of God. Okay? If there is a charitable person who helps people, but because he doesn't believe in God, he just do it out of charity, out of love, out of sympathy. Okay? Does this have value? According to them, no. It has no value. Because it's not done for the sake of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It has to be qurbatan ilallah. Okay? Pardon? Even further. Last week I was reading a website which answers to the questions. Mm -hmm. So this website is giving a scholarly answer to the questions people ask. Someone had asked, I have been saying my prayer in my life, not for the sake of Allah. I've been saying my prayer because I love prayer. Is this okay? The answer was no. I was surprised. But the answer was no. You have to do it for the sake of Allah and you know then they will try to explain that you know we should do everything for us. as if this person has committed a crime you know that uh, he has done his prayer or she has done her mm-hmm. prayer because she or he loved the prayer anyway this is uh, one type of approach but the way that i think is Compatible with Islamic understanding. And I think perhaps these greatest scholars, not everyone, but those who are greatest scholars, maybe they mean also the same. Because sometimes in some of their books they refer to something that I'm, inshallah, telling you. So maybe when they were addressing this issue, they will not look at it from every corner. So they said something that from another corner, you know, could be misunderstood. In any case, I want to give you a comprehensive view so that you understand what is Islamic position about this. For sure, if someone does something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after making sure that the action by itself is good, not that you do something for the sake of Allah, which is a bad action. There has to be husna fi'li. You remember, you know, I don't need to repeat. Do I need to repeat? No. Okay. So, If on the top of being a good action, he wants to do this for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For sure, this has great value. Someone who does the things for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This has great value. And this is also what qualifies you for going to heaven. If someone does all the good things but does not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay, he may not be punished, he may not be sent to hell, but in order to go to heaven, there are few requirements. al in the Ladina Hadu, when Nassau wa Sabein, in the Ladina Aman, when Ladina Hadu, when wa was Sabein, Man Aman, the Lahi, while Yomel Akhir, Va Amila Salehan, Fala Hom Ajruhom, You can be a Muslim, or a Christian, or a Jew, or a Sabbite, but if you have faith in God, one God, okay? God of Abraham, God who is the creator, and you have faith in the hereafter, and you do righteous deeds, you can expect your reward from God. You can expect to go to heaven. If someone is submissive to God, okay, whether he's a Christian or Jew or a Muslim, if he's submissive to God, he wants to please God in the best way that he can understand, in the best way that she can understand, Okay. It's not that he says, I follow this religion because I am more comfortable with this. I follow this religion because this is what I have been brought up with. No. He or she really wants to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But to the best of his knowledge, this is what makes Allah most happy. Okay? So he can be a Jew, he can be Christian, he can be Muslim. As long as there is such submission to God, that person can go to heaven. Okay? This is one point. So, the requirement for going to heaven is this. To have faith in God and the hereafter and do righteous deeds. But, if someone has good actions and good intention, and I mean by good intention, doing things out of moral consciousness, out of, you know, love, out of charity. You don't want to show off. You don't want to, you know, gain, you know, anything worldly. Like Hatamata'i. Hatamata'i lived before Islam. He was a mushrik. He was a pagan. Yeah? He didn't do anything for the sake of Allah because he didn't believe in Allah. But he was not a person who was showing off. He was genuinely, you know, a generous person. Genuinely loving people, helping people. Okay? There was love in his heart. According to Islam, even generosity of a person who doesn't believe in God is appreciated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, even if you have not done this for me, still I appreciate. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for the sake of Ta'i had a special treatment for his daughter. When she was in one of the battles, you know, with the people who were fighting Islam, and she was, you know, arrested, and then she told Rasulullah about her relation with. Atamata'i, Rasulullah released her and treated her with respect. And we have a, a stories, many stories like this, that especially respect was given to the people who were good, although they were not faithful. I have written one hadith. This is just an example. This hadith is in Bihar al-Anwar, volume. 60. Uh, I think this is volume 60, uh, page 385. And Abu Abdullah, الصلاh, Imam Sadiq, الصلاh, is quoting this hadith about the Prophet. قال, A group of people who were taken as captives, were brought to Rasulullah. These people were fighting and killing Muslims, and they were taken. You know, in Islam, we have different rules. You know, sometimes the captives are released. Sometimes, for example, if they have an organized camp to join and then come again, they might be you know, punished. So there are different uh, rulings about this. In any case, these people were people that they were supposed to be punished, because they were going to come back again. But Rasulullah didn't punish one of them.. O oh, Muhammad, may my father and mother be your ransom.. Why you released me only? What was different? Faqal. Akbarani Jabrail an Allah Azza wa Jal. brought me a news from Allah, informed me on behalf of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. An nafika khamsa You have five qualities. Yuhibbu Allah Azza wa Jal varasulu you have five qualities that God and His Messenger love. When there is a good quality, it doesn't matter who has this quality, it still is loved. Of course, it matters as a matter of how much it is loved. OK? But it's not that if he's not a mu'min so it's not loved. It's not that two person who are kafir, but one is very generous, one is you know not generous. They are the same, no? A kafir who has a good quality is better who has no good quality. Okay? Unfortunately, those scholars who are not very clear in their language, they say it's useless. When there is no niyah of ghorba, it's useless. I am saying, no, it's not useless. It makes a big difference. Yes, it's not as good as the one who does for the sake of Allah, but it's not useless. So, Rasulullah said, Jibra'il informed me on behalf of Allah that there are five qualities in you that Allah and his messenger love one is al-ghayratu <laughs> shadida ala haramik you are a person who has ghayra ghayra is difficult to translate into english but sometimes i say maybe its a good translation is a supportive jealousy okay So you are jealous about your, for example, wife or daughter, but as a kind of support, okay? If you know any better other term in English, you can tell me. Protective jealousy. Or protective, you're supportive. But it's jealousy, kind of jealousy. Because some people say just jealousy, but uh, it's not very clear. So it should be protective, supportive, yeah. So one is that you have this... Quality, good quality. It's good quality, yeah? You protect your wife, your daughter, your sister, your mother. Two, wassakha, you have generosity. This person is killing Muslims. But Rasulullah says, we appreciate that you are generous. Look at this. This is very important. It's a person who has come to kill Muslims. But the generosity of this person is a good quality that Allah appreciates. <laughs> you have good temper, good naturedness, good akhlaq. You are kind. You are uh, nice with people. You are not rash. <laughs> You are truthful. You don't tell lies. and you are brave. It's amazing. Bravery of a fighter against Islam is appreciated. It's very important. You know, sometimes uh, I wonder: Is there any good quality in Shaytan? <laughs> If someone asks you, is there any good quality in Shaitan? So what is your answer? He used to pray very <laughs> a lot. He pray, Pardon? He used to pray a lot. He dedicated. <laughs> no, as a quality. 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 Devotion to us. He's dedicated. He's dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> dedicated to <a> us. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. He was not Yeah, he was not. Pardon? he was not a monafic. of course he was. he was a kafir but he was not a monafic. he does sins freely he does sins uh, do okay maybe we leave it <laughs> okay. i don't want to keep your mind you know positive maybe one quality which is good is determination yeah. Shaitan is never giving up. Okay? Shaitan has this good quality. Of course, because he's using this in bad direction, it makes him worse. But it's good that Shaitan is determined and focused. Has decided to misguide us and, you know, focuses on this. Doesn't waste his time, you know, with, you know, reading, you know, different websites or, you know, (laughs) focus on his target. We are not focused. We waste, you know, our time, we go to this direction, that direction. May Allah save us from Rajul. <laughs> when this man heard that there are five qualities that Allah and his messenger love so much that Allah has sent his, Jibrail down to Prophet only for this, imagine... For this person, Allah has sent Jibra'eel down. He embraced Islam. And he became a good Muslim. Why? Because he is a Muslim who is honest. He is a Muslim who is generous. He is a Muslim who is brave. He is a Muslim who has good akhlaq. He is a Muslim who supports his family. Because he has the good qualities. Hasuna Islam. He became a good Muslim. He fought with, I mean, in the camp of Rasulullah, not against Rasulullah. He fought with Rasulullah in the sense of help Rasulullah very much till he was. A martyr he became a martyr okay there are many things in this hadith the significance of these qualities and also the way Allah appreciates good qualities even in bad people unfortunately when we have a problem with someone If you look good to that person, not artificial, really good, then you see the person that has enmity with you becomes a very intimate friend. Wali is close friend. But Allah doesn't say just Wali. hamimun, very very close. Like... One person in two bodies. Some, when your friend is very close is wali. And when it is wali, yun hamim means, oh, you are really the same. You cannot be separated. This is for the people who have done bad to you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wala illa sabaru. But it's not that everyone can reach this. You need to be patient. And only the people who will have great achievements will have this. So you, this is your real harvest, real achievement in life, to be able to show genuine love to people, especially the people who have shown enmity to you. Okay. This is not easy, but nothing great is easy. <laughs> okay. If someone says, you know, you can become a very great person by doing easy things, <laughs> don't accept. There is no such a sh- shortcut. <laughs> you need sabr, you need patience, but this is possible. Okay, so if Someone is not a believer and has a good quality or a good action. Certainly that quality or that action is not you know, gained or performed. The quality is not gained. The action is not performed for the sake of Allah because he's not a believer. But still there is value. We cannot say if it is not done for the sake of Allah, it has no value. It has value. Yes, how much value? Is it equal to the one who does for the sake of Allah? No, but it has value. Allah appreciates that. Man mm-hmm. yeah. يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا yeah, Not only mu'minin, man, everyone, whoever. If a kafir helps a bird, this is appreciated. If a cover gives water to a thirsty dog, it's appreciated. Because what is important is as a quality, as an action, you have to get rid of your ego and selfishness. When you do something out of love, out of charity, this is appreciated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, Islam very much praises parents. Yeah? yeah. Parents are very highly regarded in Islam. Even to the extent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <laughs> kindness to parents comes right after right after tawbid. Okay? Even if your parents are kafir, still you have to be kind, but, I, I just confused. Uh, maybe I'm misreading. Something like this. Yeah, if, yeah, Allah forgives me, if I misrecite mis- 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 <inaudible> So, if they... Try to make you do something against the will of Allah, like shirk, like sins, don't obey them. Okay, this is the only exception. You have to listen to your parents. If your father says do something which is not haram, you have to do it. Whether your father is Muslim or not. Okay, you have to listen. But my question is. How many parents have decided to have children for the sake of Allah? Even among Mu'mineen. How many women became pregnant for the sake of Allah? Many of them, they become mother and pregnant and they have children. Out of their interest in having a child, they want to be mother. Yeah? When a mother, you know looks after the, her baby, feeds the baby, does lots of, you know, efforts for the baby. It's not necessarily for the sake of Allah. First of all, because some mothers are not movement at all. Mm-hmm. Still, they have love for their children. Even those mothers who are movement, they are not necessarily always thinking of doing this for the sake of Allah. Of course, there are people who do for the sake of Allah. Every time they make huzu, you know, you know, they make intention. But I'm just saying, it's, it's not that every mother is like that. But this doesn't make difference in the sense that we say, OK, for those mothers who married for the sake of Allah, then became pregnant for the sake of Allah, then you know, looked after their baby for the sake of Allah, there is value. The other is useless. No. This is not Islam. Islam says every mother is respected. Even a mother who has no faith is respected, is loved. Why? Because a mother, by definition, is not selfish. It's the beauty of being a mother. A mother is not selfish. As soon as you are not selfish, you are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maybe as a wife, you are selfish. So then, in that side, you are not close. But as from this corner that you are not selfish, you are close to Allah. You know, so sometimes you know, from one aspect, we are close from... It's impossible, I think, to be a mother and be selfish with respect of motherhood. Otherwise, you cannot be a mother. Fathers are not exactly the same. Fathers sometimes can be selfish. Sometimes, to some extent. No, because even fathers, they do some sacrifice, they do, you know, efforts. But it's not equal to mothers, generally speaking. Maybe some fathers are more you know, selfless than some mothers. But I'm saying, generally speaking, to be mother means by nature, by definition, necessarily, you have to be empty from ego, from this perspective. If our sisters were mother from every aspect, if with their husband they could be like mother, with their sister, brother, everything, it means that just to be love, then that's the time that you are in maximum closeness to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you can be like mother with your father, like, you know, Lady Fatima, Ummu Abiha, Yeah? Yeah? So she was not only mother for her children, she was mother for her father. What does it mean? Think about it. When you are mother for your father, what does it mean? When you are mother for your brother, what does it mean? It means that you show love Support, care, without expecting. Okay? This is mother. So, mother, because has such nature, is appreciated in Islam. To the extent that we say, Al Jannah to Tahda Abdamil Ummahat. What does it mean, Al to Abdamil Ummahat? the of no, no, what does it mean? It means through the Uh, this means that if you want to go to jannah you have to be humble before your mother you cannot you know raise your head in front of your mother you know raise your voice in front of your mother because jannah goes from there under the feet of your mother you have to be humble yeah this is the meaning of (laughs) yes okay inshallah we discuss this We didn't okay. Yes. Sorry. yes. Sorry. Well, after that, on there There's one thing. That...